Welcome to the UK Fantasy NFL Show. I'm your host, Adam Best, here with Sam Best, Alex Deakin, and the BWE, Ben Warahuns. How are we going, boys? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm dying inside. I've been on 12 hours shift for the last four days. Yes, I woke up at 5.30 to drive a long way, so I'm also oh, tired. Yes. I thought you were going to say you woke up at five thirty to get petrol. Then I was like, "Oh no, oh no, no, I'm not a wethead." <laughs> Mondays are the worst days because all of us have been awake until about one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. and we try and function on a Monday morning, and you're just like, "Oh." <laughs> try and actually do a job after watching games or Sunday. Yeah, what's going on with this petrol? Has anyone actually tried to do it? I yeah. did this morning. Not that yeah. bad. Beck did. Beck, Rex, uh, Dell went out like four times to get Beck some yesterday. Jesus, exciting times in the UK. Hopefully, it's a little bit better in the US. If you're listening over there, um, week three was a bit of a treat, wasn't it? Other than the rookie QBs, just not really doing anything. It was a good week actually. Not not for our teams, but for I. But for NFL, like for enjoyment of just watching it, it's the first time this season that I've sat down, watched the games, not been that bothered about fantasy and just really enjoyed it because they they were just were good fun to watch. Yeah, we have to remember there is actually a sport behind the fantasy that we should try to enjoy rather than just tracking who for win or not. (laughs) I'm I'm being pleasantly surprised by quite a few teams this year. I watched some, I watched uh, the Bron, I watched the Broncos game and I, well, I had it in the corner of my eye because uh, I had their defence and they were doing amazing. I thought, oh, let's watch Zach Wilson, you know, forget how to throw a ball. Um, <laughs> but actually, I feel sorry for him in a way because I don't think he played that badly. I just, his receivers were awful um, and he just kind of, it shows these rookies, all of them, have just cracked a little bit when the pressure goes on because they don't have that experience to make those decisions and all of them have, even Justin Fields, you know, obviously Miles Garrett was on, you know, Miles Garrett, whatever he eats in the morning, a thousand Weetabix probably. Um, <laughs> but he played really well. But then again, Fields played well until the pressure went on. So I think that's the big, yeah. big concern. But I think that all of them will get better because all of them have shown how good they can be. They they, they will. They'll, they'll be fine. You know, so there'll be a couple of them that end up being elite quarterbacks or very good quarterbacks. And there'll be some of them that do end up flopping. But um, they did all have a bad week this week. I was, I was especially surprised by Justin Fields. I was excited to watch him play. Yeah, and, that um, was... And he just sort yeah, of cr- crumbled a, a bit. Yeah. He just didn't get did out he, Did he throw any picks? I don't think he did. He just didn't he did. throw he didn't anything downfield. He just, yeah, he just didn't throw anything. Got sacked. Yeah. And Miles Garrett got, what, four and a half sacks, I think? I think yeah. he got sacked eight or nine times in the game. It's, and he got like a... Th- like 60 yards in the air or something ridiculous. And he, he like didn't even have, there was at one point that he was playing, I think it was in the second quarter. And obviously he started and he'd made all of his completions because he'd thrown once. Yeah. It was a one for one for like yeah. 11 like yards, yards or something. Stupid. But at the same yeah. time, I had David Montgomery on my team and he got nothing. So it was, yeah, a yeah, they, were the they were just bad. They were just bad. 
Yeah. Defense was actually all right. They were somehow like not getting absolutely blown out of it. Yeah, their defense performed. To be fair, it has been a bit of a baptism by fire. I think playing the Browns because their pass rush is good and they can put a lot of pressure on a QB. And I think that I think Andy Dalton would have struggled. And I do feel for Justin Fields because he didn't have the room to do what, what he can do. And I think that he's that this is you would call this his his first week really. Um, I'm not sure who the Bears have even got. Oh, um, they've got uh, the Lions next week. Sorry, I do know. Uh, that should be a game where I think if he's playing, he'll... He'll get a bit more time. He'll get more time, and I think he'll show what he can do. Um, and I think it could be a big, big week. And I think if you have him, he could be a start, maybe. He, he, well, is he going to start? What's the latest? I don't know. I, I don't know. There's discussion I think he should... Oh, that would be a mistake, I think. That's, that's I think you've got you've got to play him. You can't throw him in for one week and then go. Actually, no, you're going to be the third quarterback. Yeah, that's that would right. be a mistake. I, yeah, I, I don't think he'd be third. I think he'd be second. I think um, Dalton's Dalton. struggling with the injury that put him out in week two. But yeah, you you just have to hope that they put him in and just kind of ride with the punches a little bit. I mean, the Browns, yes, they've got a team that could reach the playoffs, but. I think for them and a lot of their fans, it's just... I mean, the Bears. Let's, let's go. Yes, the Bears. Sorry, yeah. it's been a long day. Um, <laughs> like, just get Fields in for the season and you're not going to yeah. do that without playing him. Like, why waste time with Andy Dalton? You're not going to start him in the next five years. Yeah, you've got a franchise quarterback, given the time. Maybe they're just trying to ease him in so that it's not, you know, too overwhelming. You can play a couple of plays, look good, then sit on the bench and they can pick up a win like they had been with Andy Dalton to be fair so you know what did you make it back sorry what's Mac and doing Ben so genuinely his stats look really bad one touchdown three picks they look really bad the first pick was a bad throw he got hit through it whilst he was getting hit just didn't reach his receiver didn't have the venom in it second pick Jonu Smith hits his hands, decides to bobble it up about three times into the corner's hands. So, and then he returns it for a touchdown. That one wasn't on Mac at all. Third one, we're down by two pot two scores and he's throwing every single down and just to try and get to the end zone. And again, he looked good doing it until it was like fourth and 15 or something. And he just had to throw it down the field and he got picked. So, It, he wasn't as bad as the stats suggest, but it was his weakest game he's had so far. But Can I just say, as, it's going to be fucking hilarious to watch him against the Bucks next week. They, I'm terrified. I'm absolutely it's terrified. so much fun. The, 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 I, I know, obviously, the, the Bucks lost, but they didn't look bad in losing. The Patriots yeah. looked bad. The Saints didn't look, at, didn't look very good. We looked just worse so it could like we couldn't stop the run so like if you have Fournette or even Jones I'd throw them in because we could not stop anything on the we gave up like nearly 100 yards to Kamara and then I think we gave about 30 yards to Taysom Hill on the ground it was ridiculous yes Taysom I won't be touching Ronald Jones ever again he is I don't think Ronald Jones is a very good football player but whoever whatever running back is playing against the Pats, I'd throw him in. That's the thing. It's like having bloody Kareem Hunt on your bench for 27 points when I played him last yeah. week and he got eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have it with Barkley. 
have Barkley on the bench and all of a sudden you're like, oh, how can I have Barkley on the bench? And he gets like five points. You're like, oh yeah, that's why. Yeah, I think you've got to play Barkley. I think he's got the score. I, I, threw, I threw him in this week. Good shout. Yeah. How about that 66-yard uh, field goal? Did anyone watch that live? I didn't yeah. watch it live. No, I didn't. I, I didn't see it until this morning. Nuts. Uh, I always have. I have the Pats game on on the laptop with Red Zone on the TV, and yeah, they showed it on Red Zone, and it was mad, ridiculous. So like the thing is, it didn't show. Like they stopped, They lined up to to show it, and they like I missed the point where it said how long the field goal was going to be. So it's like, oh, that looks pretty far. That's like fifty nine, sixty, and then everyone went as crazy as they did. I was like. Well, it's, it's pretty good for 60 yards. And it's won the game, but everyone is going nuts. And then yeah. it was like 66 yards. It hit the crossbar and went in. I was like, yeah. oh, that is, that is an unbelievable. But special. Uh, what was the previous record? 62 or 64? It, I think it was 64. It was on our little NFL quiz we did, like during the height of lockdown like last year. Um, but, in all, I think it's just, you know, it's nice to let a kicker have a moment, you know. He was running down the sideline with his arm pointing out towards the crowd. I was like, this is outrageous <laughs> scenes for a kicker. <laughs> it's good for the Ravens as well because it masks the fact that they nearly lost to the Lions. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, one, no, one, no one's remembering that they were get a record-breaking field goal away from losing to the Lions. <laughs> After beating the Chiefs to... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just about to come on to that. I, I didn't really want to bring it up because I'm very, very scared that we might not win the AFC West. But you're very scared that, that you're actually just bang average. Is that what you're scared about? Uh, come off. Yeah. You're not going to call Mahomes <laughs> the Chiefs bang average, are you? But Oh, no. No, no. Mahomes is really good. Your defense is is poor. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I would agree with that other than Clark and Matthew. I would like to make a statement about Patrick Mahomes oh, wow. not being not being the out and out QB one that everyone has made him out to be going into the season. No. I know he's very good, and I'm undeniably he's oh, very very good. Or, no, I'm talking or, in general NFL and fan. Well, in fantasy, it's it's here nor there, but in yeah. general NFL, he's obviously a sensational player, like undeniable. But I think that it's proven that because of the standard of the NFL now and the standard of team, you know, the Chargers, they're a good team, even though like three years ago they were they were nothing. It just shows that any QB can do anything on their day, and I think that there's a, now a, a pack of them that are all kind of being a bit inconsistent at the minute. Josh Allen's been quite inconsistent the first three games. He had a really good game this week. Lamar's been a bit inconsistent. Obviously, Mahomes. I think this is the season where we see one of them break out, and we might get quite a weird MVP this year. I mean, I think so far, Justin Herbert. The person who's the QB who's looked the best this year, I'd say is Tom Brady. I'd say it's Kyler Murray. Yeah. But hey, Kyler, I think it's between Kyler's the two of them. I think it's. I think the fact that Tom's doing it at the age he's doing it makes it almost just more impressive. But yeah, well, him and Tyler are. J- Justin Herbert obviously has lost a game, um, and it never looks good against the QB. But he looks so so good against the Chiefs. He did. Yeah, absolute bullets. Yeah. If you watch his games as well, some of the those that game he's lost was they they just bite themselves like. They get so many like false starts. Yeah, um, they did too it many men on the field. Yeah, they get it all the time. But they, I've 
So, like, they never get blown out, ever. Yeah. Because they're too good of a team, but they lose more games than they should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Anyway, waivers. Who you got? Waivers. Who's on the waivers? <laughs> I'll, I'll go first, then. Yeah, go for it. Got two waiver wow. picks. One of them uh, is for a very deep league. Uh, if you're in a deep league, Deshaun Jackson. Um. He is an excellent. He's going to be an excellent flex option in a deep league because he is going to have weeks where he gets twenty plus points. He's not going to get it regularly. He's going to be like a punt option at flex because he will get twenty plus points because he is just that long ball threat and he's going to catch like sixty yard touchdowns every now and again. And then that is basically just twenty points in that game. Just needs like one or two other catches. Um, so I think if you're struggling at wide receiver. And there's no one, there's not loads left. Deshaun Jackson, I think he's in like 2.2% of leagues. Pick him up. And um, he can definitely do a job on his day. Maybe just when, it, when he's got an easier matchup, uh, the set, particularly the secondary. If you're doing a bit more research, you, you want to have a look particularly at the secondary and ensure that if they're not strong in the secondary, for example, um, Tennessee Titans or Arizona Cardinals, then, um, <laughs> then not absolutely not happy. No, it's 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 probably quite fair. Then um, then you can chuck Sean Jackson on and, and he can do bits. My second pick is is just a good running back and that's Peyton Barber. Really impressive. Where is he now? When I saw that, is it the Raiders? Man. Is it the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's like outperforming Drake, and obviously Josh Jacobs is still injured, so he he could be very big. Yeah, screw it. Yeah, get him in. Yeah, well, I'll go for mine then. Uh, a great name, Chubba Hubbard. Fantastic name. Yes. I yes, think Chubba. there's more to this than it just being CMC injured. Um, if he is, we don't. Do we know how long he's out for? Yeah, or, a couple, or, couple of weeks. But was I that think, it? Yeah. I think oh, there's I more to it than that. I think the Panthers have proved, actually, I think they're going to be a good team this year. I don't think they're going to be, you know, 15-1 and one like they were, what, was it four or five years ago now? Um, but I think that they could make the playoffs. I think they could compete. And I think that last season they proved that that O-line is actually a lot better than we probably thought it was. I know we knew it was decent, but, it, you know, Mike Davis had a really productive year and I think Chubba... Well, Hubbard will have a productive year too. He got 10 points, I think, coming in in that game. I think he could continue to get 15 to 20 points most weeks with an O-line like that in front of him. He might not be quite as explosive as someone like Mike Davis, but no, I think he'll he'll have a good year. And he, he, With the sort of running backs like Jonathan Taylor struggling, I think if you want to just throw him in when he's got a bit of a better matchup, I don't see why not. Um, and then yeah. I've got Emmanuel Sanders, Throwing Cole Beasley in there, basically the same player, um, except Cole Beasley's owned in about 50% of leagues. Um, I think that in Buffalo, they're going to start using more. They look like they're going to start using more receivers. Um, I think that Stefan Diggs's value might drop if this continues because he's not, he's clearly not the out and out wide receiver one on every play. They can't, Josh Allen is using these sort of veteran receivers, especially in the end zone, because he was struggling and he just thinks, right, safe pair of hands. And I mean, did you see that catch that Emmanuel Sanders pulled off? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was a good catch. And I think that he's got a good pair of hands. And I think as a receiver option in these nice matchups, um, I think he'd be, 
I think he's, I think it's better sometimes to go for a player like him who's always going to get you 12 points than someone like Robbie Anderson, for example, who could easily get you 25 points but could also get you two like he did this week. So I think I'd prefer to go down the safer route with someone like him. Sanders looks decent as well. Like I think longevity is a problem with him and whether he's actually going to do it consistently is, is yet to be proven. But in the first couple of weeks, he looks like a top option and... You know, pick him up, stick him on your bench for another week, and if he gets another 12, 15 points, whack him in. Stick him in flex. He's a decent flex option with that. I have so many players that fit that description on my bench. Pick him up, yeah. leave him on the bench for a week, yeah. see how he goes. It's basically my whole bench. Um, <laughs> isn't particularly good for squad depth. <laughs> Anyone else, Benjamin? Yeah, I'll go. Well, I've got one that's sort of similar vein of Deshaun Jackson in Henry Ruggs. And out and out speedster. He will run deep. He will get 15 points on one play, or he might do nothing in the whole game. But from what I've I've noticed of the Raiders, they're trying to get him involved even on short in the short game. Like they'll run jet sweeps with him, they'll run screens with him just because he's so quick. And yeah, I think he's more reliable than Deshaun. Jackson. Yeah, I, I'd say he's almost in like a Will Fuller role where. You get worried about that deep ball. All of a sudden, they throw it short to him. You're 10 yards deep of him. You're going to give him 10 yards. Um, Rapid. Yeah, and I'm not a big Derek Carr fan, but Derek Carr's looked good. He's looked good throwing the ball. So underrated. Yeah. Someone's going to have to pluck this out for next week. I watched a video of an American pundit saying that Derek Carr was top five QBs in the league. I cannot remember who said it. Before uh, this was week, it, was it his his no, 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 this was... Yeah, was it David Carr? <laughs> was it David Carr on Fox Sports? It, possibly. It was... Uh, and I sort of went... Probably. And now he's actually... Maybe he's right. Maybe he is. Maybe he's better than Patrick Mahomes and we all just... <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to win MVP. I remember remember the last year hype for Derek Carr as well when he just went on that spree of three games. I think he beat the Chiefs. And... He, he was just like throwing dimes all day long and it was insane he's, he he's is weird yeah but there's some games where he looks like a barely even a backup he look, like there was that game last year I think he might have been against the Chargers and I mainly remember it because I'm an Oregon fan boy but he got injured or something and Mariota came in and Mariota looked better than him yeah because I remember it was like it was like Justin Herbert for Matt first Mariota and I was oh, like Mariotta. I thought some, I thought someone had to pick up Mariota, like like the Washington football team. He's better than Fitzpatrick. I'm sorry, but he just is. Oh, and then don't Fitz... put shade on Fitzmagic. Oh, I mean, there's a reason he's had about 25 at different NFL teams, isn't there? <laughs> he's a hero. Everyone wants him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I like the Rugs. I think their offense looks really good, and everyone's massively hyping the Raiders at the moment because they yeah. look very competent on defense, and their offense is possibly even better than it was last year and that was always their strength and you know they're currently ahead of the Chiefs so who can complain yeah and they're, they're, they're not even leaning on um, Darren Waller too much yet they've still got more to come from him they've still got more to come from Ruggs um, they've still got more to come from who's their other wide receiver that's also on this list Hunter Renfro yeah yeah yep. still got more to come from him so I think that offence can start really clicking Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it does come from well Waller's the captain of that offence uh, so if he starts making a few more catches you know he's big he's strong we all know how good of a tight end he is 
it it just starts the, the, basically reducing the number of incompletions, and that offense starts looking seriously seriously tidy. Right, cool. We'll pick all them up if you can. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do start bench next, and we're gonna do a quick fire like we normally do. But I mean quick fire, right? I'm not having all this panning around like last week. It was an absolute bench. shambles. Everyone was giving all. The- yeah, thanks. Um, and then we'll get into some some sexy trades. So, are we starting or benching? Chase Evans against the Rams. Bench. Bench. The Rams are good against pass catching backs. There you go, done. Uh, the Rams are good against everything. That's the problem. Yeah. Right, fine. Marquez, is it Marquez or Marquise? Something. Marquez Callaway, the Saints wide receiver against the Giants. Bench. 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 <laughs> right, this is going well. Carl Pitts against the FT. Start. Start. I have no choice to start, but I really want to say bench. Right, why do you want to say bench, Ben? Because he's been terrible. He's done nothing. He's caught about four passes in like, I, don't I think he's got a combined like 15 points in three games. Ben basically drafted Kyle Pitts thinking that he was Travis Kelsey. And then it turns out that he's still a rookie. Well, and I Ben's thought, gone, oh no. no, no I essentially thought, obviously he's a tight end, but I thought he'll slot into the Julio Jones role. He's big. You don't get points for blocking in fantasy because he's not a very good blocker at all. So I was like, they're going to use him as a big receiver like Julio Jones because they lost Julio Jones. You don't draft someone fourth overall if you're not going to use him as a weapon. And yeah, Matt will. Ryan they, has they looked even to... worse than he has ever done in his he life, which to... is saying something. He just needs yeah. to settle, Ben, honestly. By the end of the season... He needs a better quarterback be than what he needs. All right, Matt Ryan is appalling this year. I mean, let's, let's not Benjamin. Matt Ryan. Benjamin. Have an amazing career. Have a beer. Calm down. No, no. After the twenty, <laughs> after the twenty-eight and three, I will never look at Matt Ryan the same ever. Quick fire. Quick fire's got to pot again. James Robinson against the Bengals. Start. Uh, uh, start. Start. Yes. Okay. That was, fine. by the way, James Sanders. Robinson. I think I I spoke over you. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right, uh, Miles Milesy boy, Booby Sanders against the Chiefs. Start. Start. Yeah, start. start. He has to be good start. at some point, not. doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, surely. You don't sound convinced, Alex. I I have him, but yeah, I think I was not convinced, and now after watching the run defense and how Austin Eckler made him look like butter, I <laughs> think I might play him. <laughs> yeah, I think you're safe with him. To be honest, oh. it's, it'll, it'll be his game of the season. He'll get 14 points. He's a good. He's a, he's a, he's playing tonight, isn't he? So I'll have to stay up and torture myself and find out. If yeah, that's it. I I need an absolute miracle tonight to beat Ben, so I'll be staying up. I don't know. Pray. There's a chance. There is a I chance. I need 50 points from Cooper and Dak. Anyway, quick fire. Um, last guy. I I just had to mention him at some point. I will probably mention him later. Are we going to start Tom Brady against the Pats? Yes. Start. Yes. Yes, you Stop. are. Yes. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Unless I you've do. got Patrick Mahomes and then you start Tom Brady versus the Pats. Because Patrick Mahomes yeah. is yeah. I put, <laughs> yeah, unless you've got Mahomes, which I have Mahomes, you, you pick Brady. You, you don't put anyone else in. Oh, that's going to be excellent, isn't it? Right, let's get into the into the main body of the pod. Um, we're going to try and do a little bit of a different thing every week now. Um and up first, we're gonna I'm gonna fire some trade scenarios at you. 
and I want you to tell me whether you would accept or reject this trade. So picture in your minds, you're looking on your phone, on the app, you've got Nick, Nicholas Chubb as your running back one, someone pings you, offers you Justin Jefferson. Are you taking that? Is, is this trade actually been offered? Is that what you're asking us? It hasn't been offered, but I'm going to look at Adam's little reaction here and I might, I might <laughs> ping one over to him and I get around the night. <laughs> um, I would reject it. I'd also reject. I'd accept. Definitely take Justin Jefferson for Nick Chubb, 100%, Adam. Do it. Yeah, I, I don't think I would do it either. But, I, I mean, Chubb hasn't been convincing, but you just, you, you know, you know he will. I think he hasn't been convincing because he hasn't got a load of touchdowns. And, it, you know, eventually that will just come. And Justin Jefferson will eventually, you know, break out as well. That's why I put these two together, because I thought they've both not had a great start. They've had one good game out of two. They're not going to be amazing. No, sorry, they will be amazing eventually. But we just I'm going to send you a trade of them. <laughs> I think, oh, I think to be honest, when it comes to wide receivers, you can kind of pick and choose enough with the sort of middling ones where you can probably cover someone like Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Of that standard. Like, you go up to your Hills and your Hopkins and your Devontae Adams, it's a bit different. But when you've got someone like Jefferson, if you have, like, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, I don't know, these are people that I have, so... Um, you can cover the matchups well enough so it kind of evens out. So that's why. But with running backs, I don't think you can do that so well. That's I have to say, reason. though, I wouldn't do a trade like that. One thing for Justin Jefferson, I've got Justin Jefferson, obviously. The one thing I do really like about him was uh, yesterday he was really good. Like, just his route running was insane. Um, and also, he's he's still he's been targeted like 11, 12 times every game, like consistently. So you, you know the ball's going to come to him. And 11, 12 targets should get you up near 20 points. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with them. It's playing well for me. Right. Next one. Picture this. You've got Devontae Adams. You're fairly happy with Devontae Adams. You probably had to reach for him in at least the second round. And all of a sudden, this kid off the block, Cooper Cup, starts running riot and someone offers you Cooper Cup for Devontae Adams accept or reject reject accept ooh reject reject I'd probably err on the side of reject Sam why are you accepting that Cooper Cup has got two 30 point games and one 20 point game is he going to do it again I think so I think he's the best I I think he's the best receiver on that offense by a long way I think Cup definitely could, but you can't. I don't think there's a, com- a conversation as to who's actually the better player. Yeah, that's not that's not the get we all no know. no. Played fancy long enough. They just I, not mean, I know. I know Stafford's real good, but I'd pick Rogers over Stafford, and I'd pick Devontae Adams over Cooper Cup. You pick Rogers over Stafford think, even even when he's in the I middle of the so. pussy pit. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm with. Um, well, Stafford's not even drafted in our league. I'd like to say, right, a bit of retrospect. Ben wasn't at these podcasts. I suffered abuse over the preseason for saying that Cooper Cup was the wide receiver yeah, on in LA and that Robert Woods was. Oh useless. no, I would 100 percent agree. 100%. Cooper Cup is so good. So yeah, Cooper Cup is a an elite wide receiver one, and Robert Woods is at best a wide receiver two. Look, things change. Right. Things Can change. Can I just? Right. Um, 
I'm just going to back myself up here because if anyone wants to go back and listen to the wide receiver two pod and hear me abuse Alex for picking Cooper Cup at like a wide receiver 14, then. <laughs> but at, low, at the yeah. time, I, I, had a, I actually did some research for once and the previous two seasons, Robert Woods had outscored Cup in fantasy. So, I, you know, I had stats to back it up. Well, You've got anyway, to go for your eye test as well sometimes. you just got to go eye test. Refer yeah. back to the trade, though. With The problem with the only reason I reject that trade is because of the round you picked Devontae Adams in. I think it's too soon after the draft to be trading away your round two or three pick for someone who's necessarily around five or six pick. Ooh. That's my only logic. Ladies I think, and gentlemen, we have a rankings, bitch. We no, have no, I th- I think your draft position matters because you, the value you place on a player pre-draft can't just disappear because two or three weeks have happened. But because this, suddenly Devontae Adams pops off and then you're never going to get... You'd have to trade, I don't know, someone... Re- like, you'd quite literally have to trade a running back, one of the top, like Cook or Henry for him. So, and I think Coop... Cooper Cup will struggle to ever reach that level, and that's why I I'm neutral. I agree with Alex. However, I would like to point out that at one point, Alex sent me trades for Saquon Barkley uh, that are the complete opposite of what he's saying right now. Yeah, I in the first round, and I think I got offered. What did I get offered? Um, DJ oh, yeah. Moore and Gibson. Well, that's the whole point, DJ isn't it? Because I would accept it, but you would. <laughs> yeah, I would be accepting that trade, but you would. Look, look, ben, I definitely didn't. Ben, right, ding, 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 simmer down. Ben, oh. two years ago, um, I gave you a Antonio Brown who yeah, look how good was he did under week sexual one, harassment charges, and you gave me George Kittle. Yeah, you played into in. my Patriots um, mind there. If Alex had offered me uh, Matt Jones, um, I might take one Barkley. Who knows? I'm I'm picking up Matt Jones. <laughs> now you are Knox. I've already got him. Any packs players as I can and trading it for Saquon Barkley. Oh, you'll right. probably get something. Enough of that crap. Right, cheeky cheeky double header here. Brandon Cooks and DeAndre Swift for Steve J Moore and Najee Harris. Project. We, we've got Brandon Cooks and Swift, yeah? Yes. I'm uh, so torn. Part of me wants to say, I, I mean, DJ Morph over Brandon Cooks nine, 99% of the time, 100%. But, and the same with DeAndre Swift over Najee Harris. I think one of, half of that trade is in your favour, half it isn't. So it depends on if you want a running back or a receiver more. If you're struggling at running back, stick with DeAndre Swift and Brandon Cooks. If you're struggling at receiver, pick up DJ Moore and throw Najee Harris in. Accept, by the way. Just because I think Brandon Cooks is overperforming his numbers massively. He's not going to keep it up. And I think that Najee Harris and Swift could very well end up on a similar playing field by, say, week six or seven. And I think DJ Moore's actually a really good receiver. So, yeah, I'd accept. I don't, I don't think that DeAndre Swift is going to have a good year because... Jamal Williams is looking good and Jamal Williams you have to remember Jamal Williams was drafted ahead of Aaron Jones in Green Bay the same draft class like he he can play he can really play it's just Aaron Jones went off in Green Bay they preferred him more and they played him more when Williams played in Green Bay which happened a couple of times last year when Jones was injured he went off 
Williams can really play. Yeah, and, but it and wasn't Swift a high pick? Yeah, can we, he was. Can we just but, add, but, add the caveat of the trade that Sam has just done to get rid of Swift, which may be why he's saying this. You know, no, I, I, I agree with him. I, I, this is my opinion. But That's why you I'm think Najee right. Harris is on the same level as DeAndre Swift? I think he's better. Oh, I think I think oh. he's going to be better throughout the season. I don't even think he's better for fantasy. The Steelers' offense have give, have got seventeen points, sixteen points, and ten points. Now they've all Harris got every week. Not enough. Not enough, though. I don't think. I think I, I just I, think he's such a major part of their offense. Like if they eventually, you know, it's the Steelers. I saw actually a crazy stat. I think he got, I don't think Najee Harris got targeted 11 times. He's a running back. He got targeted 11 times, which is, however, they also told me you're wrong. He got targeted 19 times. 19. That's that's when you think, I don't think that any of their receivers are stars. But you've got Smith Schuster, you've got Claypool, you've got Deontay Johnson. How were you throwing to your running back 19 times? You might as well just hand them off to him at some it's point. Just, it's just fantasy gold, isn't it? Like, why, you know, come on, back me up. But here. that's you not going to happen every week. Points. You can't, even McCaffrey wouldn't get targeted 19. That can't happen every week. That is. I'd, I'd like to say, though, that the kind of fixture person in my head is like I really like Najee Harris um I was looking at the the Steelers have got in week 9 to 15 they're playing Bears Lions Chargers Bengals Ravens Vikings and Titans who are all here there or thereabouts teams that struggle against the run and then they've got um, Chiefs in 16 Why, why are you looking at schedules for week 9 to 15 because if you're play, making a trade at this point, you've got to invest into a player longer term. And if you're going to invest into a player for the, a chunk where they're playing uh, defences that are poor against a run, you can get more value out of a trade by trading for the future, which is why I think Najee Harris is actually holds more value than people would say on the face because of, the, of a run like that. And that's a long time. And if they're playing weaker run defences, you've got Najee Harris, you're going to score points. And he's in a division where all the run defences aren't great. So I think it's I think he's actually quite a good pickup and someone you could hope starts to peak later in the season when he starts to have those slightly easier runs. That's how I would look at it. But yeah. I see it as a fifty-fifty purely oh, because I, I think I do think DJ Moore is a lock over Brandon Cooks. I think that's a given. It's all about that running back swap. I I think it's whether or not you want to mix it up for your team. Me, me and Alex had an interesting trade going earlier this week. It was. Um, who was it? It was Miles Sanders and Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett from you, and you would get Mike Davis and Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Before this week's performance, where Justin Jefferson. Did you? End up, you didn't end up doing that, did you? No, Alex turned it down. They are That's, they are similar. Like yeah. I, there's almost no winner. I see what you mean. There is that is just a, a change in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. You basically getting Miles Sanders is a is a slightly better. Um, running back than Mike Davis and uh, Justin Jefferson is a slightly better receiver than Lockett. Like, Lockett, who's like what the wide receiver three at the minute. Yeah, which yeah. Is, which is absurd. Points. Tyler Lockett is the best receiver at seed Seattle, and I will not hear any discussion. This is the second <laughs> time Ben's been on the pod since week one, and it's the second so, time he's said that Lockett's the best receiver. 
I'll say it every week. I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to say it every single time I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> Two words right. for you. Freddie Swain. <laughs> oh, now you've, you've convinced me. Um, <laughs> right, I, I wanted to put this one in because I a little bit just want to at some point abuse Alex with trades for Travis Kelsey. I'm trying to think up ways that I could possibly get Travis Kelsey and tempt him. Um, the trade is Travis Kelsey and Chris Carson are on your rosters and you are being offered Mark Andrews and the King, Derek Henry. I reject that trade. And I'm rejecting I send a counter offer of just Chris Carson for Mark Andrews and Derek Henry as a spiteful counter offer. <laughs> yeah, I think even even the notion of trading Kelsey for Andrews, I know there's another thing going on, but even the notion of doing Kelsey for Andrews is disgusting. So no. Reject. It's like taking, it's like taking a shit into your own hand and then high fiving yourself. <laughs> I, I would I would possibly accept it if the running back was what? Fairly worse than Carson. Like I'm talking. Oh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd have to be looking at a. Uh, no. Damien Harris. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe not quite as bad. <laughs> but like a Mike Davis, or maybe even worse than that. I think he. Chris Carson's a good running back, and I think that Travis Kelsey is, you know, he's out and out miles better than Andrews. And I don't think that the gap between Henry and Carson is as big as the gap between Kelsey and Andrews. Is There's also the fact that Titans are basically, if you stop Henry, you've got a good chance of winning the game because Antonio Brown hasn't turned up and is questionable. AJ like, Brown is in. Uh, sorry, yeah, AJ Brown is hasn't turned up and is questionable for the next game. And um, Julio Julio, Julio, Jones, Julio Jones hasn't turned up. Yeah. So but, I mean, we have been saying this for what, like two years, like, oh, all you got to do is stop Derek Henry. Yeah, but yeah, you got to yeah. stop Derek Henry. So actually, yeah. it's not easy game. He can catch the ball now, and so he's absolutely petrifying. What can? It, it, it's like you, even if you stop him in the first half, he'll get two hundred yards just in the second half of some weeks, and you're like, what has happened here? Mm. Yeah, like he did against Seattle. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right, I've got one more tasty one for you. It's a triple header, so listen carefully. You have Dak Prescott, DeAndre Hopkins, and, believe it or not, you've also got Jermichael Hasty on your bench. And someone has offered you Farm Brady, Keenan Allen, and a little bit of spicy Damian Harris to put the cherry on top. Okay, oh, for me, yeah. this is this is more of just a double header for me. Jermichael Hasty and Damian Harris don't come into it for me. Yeah, but I, I think the reason I put that in is because it's like basically Jermichael Hasty is nothing. I picked Damian Harris over Jermichael Hasty. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you get Damian Harris for free. Who is you know actually a relevant option? In it's like a, it's like a cherry on top, isn't it? It's not the the bulk. It's just like oh, here's That's, here's Damian Harris. I'm a bit of a tease, I'm. Right? I'm keeping Dak, D-Hop, and Hasty. Yeah, I think so I'm right. also doing that, mainly for D-Hop. I, I think Keenan Allen is is legit. I think he's a very good receiver, but DeAndre Hopkins is... There's, there's, he's, he's, if he's not number one, he's number two. It's, would you I not think... worry about Dak a little bit? <laughs> no. I wouldn't worry 
it's always in the back of your mind, but I wouldn't go into it going, well, Dak get injured. Anyone can get injured on any day. I, I mean, maybe not injured, just not productive. Like, they run the ball but, a lot in week two. Tom Brady is Yeah, but they've got Zeke Elliott for, for um, fantasy. Like, Tom Brady can have a bad fantasy day and still so win a game. The thing about Tom Brady is that he, unlike some of these like Dak, Shaquillas, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes is, is that his team is able, and he's so such a good player that he can kind of just sit back and just play it simple and do the simple, easy stuff. And they can win a game because their defense is so good and their backs are so good. And he can come out with 15 fantasy points because he doesn't need to do anything else. Whereas Dak, I don't think that happens often. I think I don't get the worry over him. I'm not quite sure what you're worrying about, Adam. He's, no. perfect. He's not had the easiest start in the world. He's played, what, Tampa and who did they play last week? The Chargers. Not the easiest he's got, time. He's got the Eagles tonight. If he, if he bombs against the Eagles, then maybe. But I don't see it happening. Nah, that's what I'm worried about. 35 points. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think Jesus. Dak is Dak yeah. is solid. I'm not a I'm not a Zeke fan. I don't I don't see the no, hype well, Zeke in Pollard any way. I think Tony Pollard. Pollard Tony Pollard gets less carries than in most games and gets but, more yards than him. And not even in the red zone, they're going to Tony Pollard now. It's yeah, it's, uh, it's like changing. Dak Tony Dak is that offense now. It's not Zeke, it's Dak. Three weeks from now, you could be looking at Tony Pollard running that back and Zeke being yeah. the second back. I think the only thing that stops it is how much money they're probably paying Zeke. When they go, well, can we put him as number RB2? Probably not. He's on too much money. Yeah. You know, if Tony Pollard's producing like he is, if he continues to do that, it's hard not to, isn't it? I've p- I picked up Tony Pollard because I was like, I wouldn't be surprised at some point if they go, well, he's just playing better. I've got, I've got Pollard. Have I got him in sleeper then? Oh, I may have him in dynasty. I'm getting them very confused. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that was good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for all the trade advice. And and if anyone can pick up Najee Harris by week nine, go and do that. Um, if anyone is worried or concerned that we haven't provided you with a letdown of the week, a road pick of the week, or a team with the best matchup this week, we will be doing it on Twitter, which is usually fairly active when Sam hasn't got the login and starts abusing random NFL fans. <laughs> I, I, I like to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look out for that. Messages, um, you know, we don't have many listeners, so we'll probably get you on, or at least answer a question or something. Um, and as we always say, let, let your mates know, listen to the podcast, and... Um, Good luck in, what is it, week four now? God. Week four. And our league, by the way, is shambolic. <laughs> one person has won yeah. every single game, and he hasn't changed his lineup. He's the one that drafted Noah Fant in round three, by the way. Yeah. yeah not and he game. hasn't played him once. <laughs> yeah, I swear, game I swear. Now. You, you beat him, Sam. No, I lost to him. <laughs> I've just beat him by three points. Oh, you beat Dave. Oh, no, he. I think he lost there, hasn't he? Or has he not? No. He's winning. He's projected oh, a Christ alive. Yeah, I think, I think no before, this week, before this week, there was one 2-0, and oh, one 0-2, oh, and, and then there was like eight of us, or however many of us that were on yeah, one and one. And I was the 0-2. Oh, I've managed to win. In, in I, I should have been 0-2. Oh, I think I've got about 90 points in both weeks, and I just the other guy, on, I can't remember who I played in week two, just was slightly worse than me. Oh, it's Adam. You need to win. You win to end the streak. No, so. no, Adam. Cowboys fans tonight. No, 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 no. 
we are not. We hope Zerline misses every kick. Yeah, we'll have that. And Zerline and Zeke, Zeke has about five fumbles, like he probably could. That's fine. Just Amari well, Cooper and Dak Prescott, so we can all be two and one or one and two. No, because we'll on Dynasty, if Amari Cooper gets 50 points, which I can't see happening, I'll lose. But they've right. got... Right, enough of this. Enough of this. You can have your own scraps and your own time. We've got listeners asking for expert analyst advice, which we always provide. Right. Good luck to everyone in week four. We will see you next week. And remember, Belichick is Brady's bitch.